0: Welcome uh, to our parenting meeting, uh, or parent meeting recap, our 2023 uh, kickoff parent meeting. Excited. This is a recap recording. Um, Both the original recording and this one, I have partially lost my voice, so I'm going to do my best to speak clearly, Um, but I wanted to get this out there, that way y'all have it to review stuff, to to hear the message, to hear the plan, and uh, man, we can really start this year off um, in, in a great place. So uh, our youth got to um, record to uh, fill out a uh, Getting to Know You page, um, and we're going to do that again Sunday, and um, I'm excited about it because we're going to use that. To help introduce our youth into our church more, or to different settings. So, if your youth hasn't done that, encourage them to complete that page when we present it, or when the next opportunity arises. So, I w- I want to start with this, um, our our vision and our mission for genuine youth ministries. Again, our our vision comes out of First Timothy one five. Which says, for the goal of our instruction is love that comes from a pure heart, a good conscience, and a genuine faith. That's where our vision comes from. So our vision reads to train up genuine disciples of Jesus Christ and his love in heart, mind, and faith. And that goes for our students, but also for our parents and our adult volunteers. We want to disciple y'all. Um, and we'll get into that more in just a minute. Um, but that's our vision, long-term for our ministry. Our mission for the 2022-23 year is to refocus on intentional discipleship with our youth, parents, and volunteers. Like we talked about at our last parent, couple parent meetings, um, COVID really disrupted everything that we had going and all the routine and all that. So we we really pushed this year getting back into intentional discipleship with all these groups of people. Um, And it's been great. Um, That's why we've had more parent meetings. That's why we've had more volunteer trainings. And that's why we're going to continue doing a lot of the things that we've been doing. One of the ways that we've been doing this is through seasonal discipleship focuses. Um, So our first one was Real Talk, where we encouraged intentional spiritual conversations to happen at home, at school, and, and we fostered some great conversations here. Um, a current, our, our current uh, discipleship focus is family matters. And we're starting to wrap that up. We'll, we'll pretty much wrap it up tonight. I might send some more things out over the next month. But this is our last message focused around this idea that family matters. And before I announce our new focus that will take us all the way to youth camp I wanted to leave us with one last message on this family matters idea Um, and it's it's, it's a message primarily for you parents but uh, our youth um, if you're listening this is for you too because we all have these callings you will one day be a parent too um, whether it's a biological one or a spiritual one but you can even apply a lot of these principles to your life now so the, the, what I want to emphasize is this whole Family Matters focus began with 1 Timothy five eight. It says, if anyone does not provide for his own family, especially for his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. That's where this Family Matters uh, concept started. And one of the reasons I wanted to focus on it is is because of one of the unique parts about being a youth pastor. And that is that I get to watch a lot of families interact, grow, parent, come by, whatever. I get to lo- watch a lot of families and a lot of parents. And I was talking to my dad the other day about parenting, and and we agreed that you can learn a lot just by watching how others parent. And and you know I always make mental notes when I see uh, some awesome parents just doing an awesome job. I I, I note in my head man, that's the kind of father I want to be, or that is the kind of parent I want to be. Um, But I also see um, in, in life with lots of families and parents that there's a lot of moments where it's like, ah, don't do that kind of stuff. And if you add all the experience that Stormy has as a counselor, working with kids and families at her school and previous schools, and then all the The education that we have, the passion that we have, our personal experience, you add that all up, all that to say, we have a deep passion for uh, parenting ourselves, for family ourselves, but also to help, to guide, to equip, to come alongside parents when it comes to the discipling, the discipling of their kids. And so just for a moment, I want to highlight how this is designed to work how we want to help you and partner with you in ministry. Paul writes in Ephesians 4, verse 11 through 14, it says that God, he's referring to God, that he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, verse 12, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, to build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of God's Son, growing into maturity with a stature measured by Christ's fullness. Then we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching, by human cunning with cleverness and the techniques of deceit. So the, the whole focus here, it, you know, starting with verse eleven, he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, teachers. We're going to use the word mentors mentors to capture that whole um uh, uh, verse there that God gave some to be a specific kind of mentor. Now, when some people read this they there's this myth in the American church society. You know, culture that, that it is the job of the trained, educated, and paid pastoral staff to disciple me, or my and my family, or, or my friend. If I bring a friend, it's the pastor that needs to lead them to Christ, which is an unbiblical model. And yet, many uh, it's an idea that many people have been raised believing. And there's even some people that'll exclude youth pastors from this. Like I'm not kidding, I, I occasionally am asked or or hinted at, "When am I going to become a real pastor?" You know, um, and 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 both of these ideas are wrong. You know, there's, yeah, I won't get into the youth pastor one, but, um, the, the the whole idea that uh, we can outsource the spiritual growth of our family, ourselves, our students, our youth, whoever. Is just unbiblical, um, but there are specific mentors that God has given, like pastors, for a specific reason. You look at verse twelve. What is the reason? To equip the saints for the work of ministry, specifically, to, you know, to build up the body of Christ. The, the responsibility of pastors and teachers is to equip the church. You, you, and I, the whole church for the work of ministry, to do ministry. And that ministry is, you know, lots of things, but specifically to be godly fathers and mothers, godly husbands and wives, godly students on fire for God, to be disciple makers, to fulfill the great commission, and to live out the greatest commandment, to help you be mentors. So God has given specific mentors to equip you to be mentors of the faith. And how does this happen? Through ministry. Look at this. Verse 11, it says, this is the job of the mentors to equip, verse 12, to help equip you through ministry. job of the mentors to help equip you through ministry. And what does that do? Verse 13, creates maturity. Until we all reach unity, it also creates unity. In the faith and in the knowledge of the God's Son, growing into maturity with a stature measured by Christ's fullness. See, it's not written, and and we get this wrong sometimes, and so many other churches and all that get this wrong too. It's not written to plug you into ministry after you've matured, but ministry is the pathway to maturity. We want to help discover your gifts and talents and callings and empower you, equip you, guide you to engage in the ministry. This is the way the church is built. So my role as a youth pastor is to help equip you into ministry so that we all reach maturity together. So that, this is where verse 14 comes in, and this is huge. So that we will no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of teaching. By human cunning with cleverness and techniques of deceit. Here's, the, here's my point. There is a lot of people being dragged away from the Christian community, church, whatever, because they never matured in their faith. They were never discipled or didn't have accountability in their life. And it tears me up. Seeing so many of our graduates losing their identity, purpose, and belonging in Christ because they've been tricked into something else that they think will bring them life. It tears me up when I see parents, man, lose this too. So we must step up into ministry, into maturity in Christ. But here's the main reason why I'm showing you all of this. One of the things that we know about Paul is that Paul was a spiritual father to Timothy. Timothy. In his writings to Timothy, it was um, always Paul to Timothy, my beloved son. Paul wasn't his dad. In fact, Timothy's dad, we learn in Acts 16, Timothy's dad was a Greek who was an unbeliever. But thank God for two godly women in in Timothy's life. It was his grandmother and mother who invested in him, who who poured uh, and, and, and passed down the faith to Timothy. We see that in 2 Timothy 1.5, that this faith was in his grandma, and his grandma passed it to his mother, and they both passed it to Timothy. And something that we have said here in Genuine Youth Ministries ever since I started here, um, but also especially when we started this Family Matters focus, discipleship focus, is that as parents, we are the number one spiritual influence in our homes. The discipleship of our children falls to us as parents. And the way we approach that will have the greatest effect on the outcome of our kids' faith more than anything else. I'll say that again because it's so crucial. The discipleship of our children falls to us as parents. And the way that we approach that is going to have the greatest effect on the outcome of our kids' faith more than anything else, more than a youth pastor, more than a pastor, more than anything else. We can't outsource the raising of our kids. We can't outsource the education of our kids. It falls to us. But man, hear me say this. We can't outsource the discipleship of our kids. Deuteronomy 6 makes this clear. Psalm 78 makes this clear. Proverbs 22, Joshua 24. There's more than enough scriptures to show that parents, you and I are called to be the disciple makers of our families. And and men, for any men listening right now, Fathers, husbands, there's more than enough scripture to provide evidence that we should be the primary, that we were created to be the primary disciple makers of the home, that it's on our shoulders. Not the sole responsibility, don't hear me wrong, but we are called to lead. We have to step up and lead out in this for our families and for families without fathers or where the fathers absent or, or whatever. It falls to the mom or it falls to the grandparents, whoever the guardians are. It falls to us. And Titus too. goes so far and explains to us that when parents aren't around or they're not stepping up or they need help, whatever the case may be, that men and women of Christ, of the body of Christ, of church, not just our church but also our church, must step in as spiritual fathers and mothers. And this is ex- exactly Timothy's situation. His mom and his grandma stepped in and stepped up. And Paul came along and saw this whole uh, a spiritual father for Timothy. And he stepped into that and became a spiritual father to Timothy. We must be disciple makers, workers of the ministry of the gospel of Christ in word and action Growing into the maturity so we and others are not swept away. Parents, hear this clearly. Youth, if you're listening, this is huge for you too. We are called to be disciple makers, workers of the ministry. But hear this. Don't ever neglect the first church of home for this church, Southwest Park. Here's what I mean. Of, of, of course, we need help around here at Southwest Park. I need more volunteers for me now, and Southwest Park has a lot of ministry positions, um, needing willing hands and feet. Um, but never allow Southwest Park to take priority over the ministry to your family. The first ministry of your life is your home, not your job, not your church, it is your marriage and, and your kids and your parents. Man, I always say this. God comes first, family second, church third, and everything else comes after that. Disciple your family. And I want to help you with that. How, how do we disciple our family? One, we become a mentor to our family. See, don't let discipleship be hard or intimidating. All discipleship is is three things: being with Jesus, doing what Jesus did, and becoming like Jesus. You do the first two, the third one just naturally follows. Being with Jesus, do what Jesus did, and becoming like Jesus. See, discipleship doesn't have to be this formal sit down study together. You know, I get wrapped up in that sometimes. But All it is is this divine appointment, a teachable moment, intentional conversation, quality time together. I heard this the other day that love is spelt T-I-M-E, intentional time together, walking with Jesus. Be a disciple maker. How? By being a mentor. Tell others about Jesus Be a disciple maker, by being a mentor, but also by participating in ministry. Show Jesus to others. You know, do what Jesus did. But third, you know, be a mentor, participate in ministry, but be a model. Live out your relationship with Jesus. Being a model is more than just attendance. You can come to church. You can listen. That's awesome. But if that's all you do, you miss the point. Being a model is living out your relationship with Jesus. Um, In Philippians 3, um, 17, uh, it says, you know, Paul says here, join in in imitating me. Join in imitating me, brothers and sisters, and pay careful attention to those who live according to the example you have in us. See, it's not about looking like Paul or looking like those guys or girls. It's about modeling what it looks like to follow Jesus. Following Jesus yourself so that others see what it looks like, how to do it based off of your example. See, the truth is, you can know all the answers, but that won't matter one bit if you don't live it. You can be theologically right, and still be wrong. You can win an argument but still lose a relationship. Now, you you don't have to have it all put together. Being a disciple maker isn't about, you know, keeping a record of how many people you get to say a prayer. No, being a disciple maker is just interested in getting someone, anyone, you know, whoever is is around you, whoever's in your circle, whatever family God has given you. A disciple maker is interested in getting someone one step closer to Christ on a thousand step journey with Jesus. One step closer. We can do this. We can disciple people, especially our family. And this is how we keep making family matter. So as I said earlier, we want to help more and more with this. So today I want to show you some of the things that we're going to be doing, but no. That, that is our goal here, to be better equippers to our youth, parents, and adults so that we can all participate in the ministry of love together and grow in our, uh, our maturity in Christ. So let me show you our plan for the semester to help you in your discipleship with your family. So first off, we have our one-word challenge that we did at the beginning of this year through January. Um, and what it's all about is... Uh, challenging uh, one another to receive a single word from God, the one word challenge, of one word from God that God will use to help drive, direct, lead us, encourage us, challenge us, whatever it may be this year. And so one way you can continue the discipleship of your youth and your family is by engaging in an, an uh, intentional conversation about their one word for the year. We, we have all the one words. If you need to know, if they don't tell you and you need to know what it is, um, you know, just let us know. Um, but you can ask about it, you can help remind them about it. Remember it yourself. Pray over them and their one word, encourage them in their one word journey with Jesus. The whole point is for us to use our words to focus on our life with Jesus, and you can encourage and help your youth and your family do just that. So we have the one-word challenge. The next thing is our next seasonal discipleship focus. So it was one thing, and I was settled on it, and then God changed it. Man, when I was preparing all of this. And so our next seasonal discipleship focus is real life real life, genuine life, sincere life, legitimate life, the abundant life, eternal life, real life. And and you're going to see this connection here in D-Now and Youth Camp in just a moment when we kind of go through that stuff. But again, I'm seeing so many people swept away by a false sense of life. You know, the world says, no, this is better living, come over here. And so many people are getting swept in, away into that and, you know, to their, to their demise, their destruction. And so what we want to focus on for a bit is what it means to have real life, eternal life, what it means to live real life, the abundant life now, not just on the other side of, you know, he- uh, uh, heaven, but Now. Jesus said, man, this living is for now, and so how can we do that? That's what we're going to focus on over the next coming months. But uh, one of the ways that we're going to do this is through D-Now. So D-Now 2023, it's here. Jesus is butter, and I need you to know some information about this. First off, it's March 3rd through 5th. We're going to have a kickoff Wednesday on March 1st, the Wednesday before. And we're going to have a follow-up Wednesday. This is something new. We're going to have a follow-up Wednesday on Wednesday, March the 8th. And, and we want to invite our parents to both of those, um, to come participate in those if you're able and, and want to. And the goal of these is before and out of of both of these nights are to continue giving you resource and opportunity to engage your kids about real life, about Jesus about what they're experiencing, their decisions, their, you know, things like that. So just a heads up, that's what we're doing. Now, D-Now, the actual event kicks off Friday, uh, March 3rd at 6.45 p.m., and we ask that you show up as close to 6.45 as possible. There will be a check-in outside the Fellowship Hall, Uh, the youth will go to the sanctuary, and we're going to have a great weekend. Now, there's two things I really need help with when it comes to D-NOW. One, register your kids as soon as you can. This helps us finalize plans for things like uh, the number of host homes we have, T-shirts, food, and so much more. So if you can please, if you know your kid is coming to uh, D-NOW, man, register them as soon as you can through the church app or on the website, southwestpark.org, Um or or the Church Center app, and you can find our church in that pretty easy. Um, Man, just register, that will really help. Another way you can help is if you're able and willing, we have lots of options where you can plug in during the event. We need some help, we need some volunteers for uh, several different things. I think we're still looking for co-hosts, I think I still need a host home, we need a lot of help with recreation, uh, just running, different recreation games, um, and some other uh, less time-consuming positions. Um, So if you're able to help uh, with any of that, like we need some people just to show up Saturday at Chick-fil-A and drive lunch to the houses. Um, If you can help with any of that, let me know as soon as you can. Um, But also register your your students as soon as uh, you can. Um, and if friends are coming and register them as soon as they know that they're able to come um but anyway, d now's right around the corner. The theme is Jesus is better, it's gonna be focused on seeing Jesus in the Old Testament and how he is better than than um man, anybody in the Old Testament, and we'll talk more about that later, but also just better uh he offers real life um compared to what our world offers so. That is uh, uh, D-Now, but this also leads all the way to Youth Camp, this whole real-life discipleship focus. So Youth Camp is here, and uh, the theme is Lost and Found. Um, It's June 19th through the 23rd. June 19th through the 23rd. And and this whole idea of Lost and Found comes from a, a scripture that we'll explore at camp. Um, talked about man if you seek to save your own life you're going to lose it but if you lose your life for the sake of Christ you will gain it Um, and so this whole idea of real life is going to be a focus for the rest of this semester starting at L all the way to youth camp Um, and, and it's exciting so we want to you know ourselves not be lost but be found but also be able to show others what it means to be found as well so uh, before I say where we're going to go, you know we haven't officially announced it, but I'll leave it for later in this recording because um, it's fun. Anyway, uh, there's some big things I need you to know. There's some big changes to youth camp this year, and you, I, I need you to know this. First off, registration is open. It opened last night, and so you're able to register for youth camp right now or right after you're done listening to this. And here's why you want to register as soon as possible. One, because the deadline to register for youth camp, which is June 19th to 23rd, the deadline is May 7th. Because where we are going and who we're going with, they need to know our numbers way in advance. And so the deadline is May 7th for camp registration. So register as soon as you can. Number two, There's also very limited space for camp. We can only take so many people. Like I have a limited amount of volunteers that I'm probably gonna be able to take and a limited amount of youth. And so there is no guarantee after it fills up, there is no guarantee that other people will be able to go. So we want to register as soon as possible. We'll start a wait list if it fills up, but there's no guarantee. We can't guarantee it. Um, last minute signups this year, so just a heads up. The deadline is May 7th. We can't change our signups after that, and there's a limited space. So if you know your kid can go, man, sign up for youth camp. A S A P. If you have questions, because you might have a conflict, talk to me as soon as possible. We can figure some th- uh, figure some things out. Now, the cost, here's another big change. All youth camps are getting more expensive. Everybody is feeling some financial pressure this year. In fact, we have to pay $409 per person, which is at least $59 more than we're used to for youth camp. Um, but you're not paying that. Don't worry. We always try to offset the cost just a little bit um, to to help relieve uh, some financial burden for our families, this is why you know transportation and item other items are are never charged to y'all, but because of our great church, because of our great god and 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 such godly people at Southwest Park, we have received enough scholarships that we are only charging two hundred dollars per person for this trip. This comes this year, because we know everyone has been hit harder financially this year. I felt it, and I bet I know y'all felt it. But even on top of that, not only is Youth Camp only $200. From the pie auction and other stuff, every one of our youth has a hundred, at least $150 in their youth accounts, which can be used on D-Now, Youth Camp, and the other things that we do. So That's awesome. That is so awesome. Um, And so because of all these changes, man, sign up as soon as you can. You can check with me on your youth account numbers. Um, And we're going to have some changes to uh, our camp meetings. Um, It'll be different this year. We'll let you know more of that later. Um, Like I think the first camp meeting is actually May 3rd or May 1st. I think it's May 3rd. because we have to finalize everything on May 7th. So anyway, uh, there's some big changes, so you're gonna wanna sign up as soon as you can. All right, this was fun last night. The announcement of where we are going for youth camp this year. We played a video to reveal it. It is Glorieta, New Mexico. We've been a few times in our camp history. It is amazing every single time. And so we get to go back this year to Glorieta, New Mexico. But again, remember, early deadline, limited space, uh, uh, scholarship cost or discounted cost. So register as soon as you can. All right. Um, Some other things, you know, starting from d now all the way to youth camp, our focus is going to be real life um, in Jesus. And as I said earlier to you parents, we want to be an encouragement and support to you. We want to equip you to become mentors, participating in ministry, modeling relationship with Jesus to your family. So take advantage of the one-word challenge in those conversations. Join us for our D-Now kickoff on March 1st um, and our post-D-Now review on March 8th. Uh, Register your students for D-Now and for youth camp. But look out for more that we're doing. We're going to continue our regular programming Um, and try to become more intentional on Sundays and Wednesdays. Um, but also we're going to have some special events. Like we'll do some fun stuff over spring break. I'll reveal that soon. Um, but we're also going to have a mother and daughter event in May. And we're also going to have a father and son event probably in June, along with all sorts of other stuff. And so the best way to stay in touch and stay in the know is our church app, um, you know, Church Center app. Now, you can find a lot of this on our website, but through the Church Center app, you can actually join our parents group. We communicate through that um, and send all sorts of announcements. There's also resources in there. I just posted a new resource in there the other day. I'll talk about that in just a moment. Um, But you can see the calendar. You can see all the events and sign up, like D-Now is in there, Um, and you can sign up for D-Now. It has all the information you need for D-NOW, and and it'll let you register for that for Youth Camp. There's other groups that you can join. There's all of our sermons and Bible study series, such as the one I led back in the spring, last spring, Reading the Bible Like Jesus, um, and and so much more. So you're definitely going to want to uh, make sure you're in the church app and that you have joined our uh, Genuine Youth Ministries parents group. Um, That way, that's where I send out most information. Um, You can also pick up one of our uh, monthly ministry memos um, in the youth room. I also put them in the Sunday schools. We have our podcast, which is probably what you're using to listen to this right now. Um, Our Curious Corner, which I'm working on updating. We have... Lots of parenting resources. This is one of the things I posted in the church app. But man, we have lots of parenting resources on so many different topics. Easy topics to talk about and some really tough ones to talk about. A wide range. And that's a, a, a free access for you. Um, it's on a Google Docs. Um, and so uh, th- I posted the link in our, our group, our parents group, under resources, but I can also send it out. So just a heads up there. We also have parenting books, some fantastic parenting books. Uh, some of them I've read, some of them I haven't, but they look promising. I trust the authors. Um, but if you ever want to borrow any of that stuff or have access to any of that stuff, let us know. And also, man, again, we are passionate about family we are passionate about parenting and we are passionate about equipping you to be the number one disciple makers of your 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 youth and your kids lives so we would love to help if you ever just want to sit down with us or if you have questions you can always reach out to us and we have so many other people willing to help resources etc so that is our parenting meeting for 2023 just to help kick everything off a lot of exciting things happening, um, but it all just comes back in to our vision to train up genuine disciples of Jesus Christ and, and his love in heart, mind, and faith. And this goes for our students, our parents, and our adult volunteers. So I'm looking forward to this year. If you need anything, just reach out. Um, but I, I, I pray that you know, you're able to, to plug in that we're able to work together, um, and and that man, our youth and our kids and our all of that can just run to Jesus, um, and make that their real life, uh, and find real life in Him. So that's it. Uh, if you have any questions, just reach out. Otherwise, we will see you soon.